first? Can we talk about Jared? I mean, has Jared been signed yet? Or who has been signed that we can talk about? The only person we can't talk about is Eric Paskin. And I can talk about the draft pick. Yeah, I can talk about Jared. Yeah, because I already did. Yep. <laughs> you can talk about Jared. Yes. What is it? What does it mean to be able to, you know, I know the, all the subsequent signings, but it started with Mike. Was it the team for you guys to get Mike back and get him back into the fall? Yeah, thanks, Tony. Um, my voice sounds a lot deeper. Um, Mike, I, I think I remember when we did our press conference out in Vegas when we first acquired him, did that press conference with him and Boyan, and uh, some of the same things that I thought would happen, you know, his leadership, you know, his ability to unite guys, to connect them. Uh, we were really excited back then, and these two years have been really, really good with him, and uh, the opportunity for him to feel comfortable here, see what we're building here, is it ability to connect with all parts of our organization community just made a ton of sense for us to continue that partnership. So not something I assumed would happen uh, after we had acquired him, but I, I know it knew that we put our best foot forward um, for him to see what the Utah Jazz and Salt Lake City and, and the state of Utah are all about. And he's embraced all of that. So um, can't can't say anything more, but he, he unites our team and I think it gives us a different level that he's shown here in the last two years. So was there was there at any point between the end of the season and, and you know the, getting the commitment uh, this week that you guys were like, well we might lose them or was it kind of you know, I'm I'm not gonna get into negotiations. I just think that he knew us very, very well and we knew him well. And so the things that were important to him were important to us. Um, we had one of his career years this past year, and uh, there's a lot of things that go into it, mostly Mike's hard work and, and talent, but uh, the ability for the, the organization coach to bring that out, I think he saw it as a good place. Again, I don't want to speak for him. You guys will talk to him here when he gets in town, but uh, from our side, it was just a great, great uh, excuse or reason to continue the partnership. What made Rudy Gay the guy who you want to target the Yeah, I think, you know, we do a ton of work during the season. Our staff, you know, coaching staff included and our front office staff that just know the league. And at the end of the, every season, you always kind of take a look back and what are the things that you need or what could target and those opportunities. Sometimes they come up in the off season. Sometimes they come up through free agency, trade, draft. Rudy's experience, um, he's seen different programs and how they work, and he's continued to evolve his game and, into how he fits. And I think he offers things better leadership, toughness, um, size at the core. Another compliment to Boyan and Royce and our other forwards. Um, so I think he'll fit in great. Obviously, a, this was more of a nice to have on top of his relationship with Mike. Um, that was... You know, Rudy's here because of his own talent and uh, him seeing what we're about. And I think he's excited about that. And we're excited to add him. Did his relationship with Mike get any like mind to him to come here? I think it probably gave him a little bit more comfort as he got into free agency and was able to 
have somebody that he knows and trusts to tell him about what the state of Utah is like, the Utah Jazz, and and what Coach is like, and what we're all what we're all about. So I'm sure it gave him some comfort level here. But uh, you know, whether he knew Mike or not, it, it obviously didn't hurt that with, with their relationship. But uh, you know, he's just he's a guy that I think makes a lot of sense for our roster. Hey. The most surprising move of the of the bunch was Hassan Whitehead, and and curious kind of how that came to be, and then what you think he's going to add as you know in that Sure, Hassan's um, got a huge load of talent. Um, obviously, has had some very very successful seasons and and uh, highly paid throughout his career in the NBA. I think the role that we had, um, which is a real role, a role every night, and uh, in the event of injury, he's a he's a guy that started games um, for playoff teams. So, you know, on his every NBA player has their own journey, and I think that we've shown an ability here with our coaching staff and our player development and our healthcare uh, group to be able to optimize players. You know, that are about those things, and feels like Hassan is, and uh, could be a great chance for us uh, to address a position where we can have 48 minutes of rim protection, um, ability to stay big and play big, but also have the other options on the roster. And his, his experience and his productivity, I think, could fit in well. And I, I know he's excited to get in here. I think Mike Conley and Rudy Gay and Joe Ingles and all of our other veterans and Donovan and, and Rudy Gobert, uh, I think, can help him speed up that process. He's played against us a lot. Yeah. so. <laughs> He knows us. You mentioned kind of the flexibility you have at the five. And, you know, Rudy Gay played a little bit there with the Spurs last year. Obviously, we've got another new signing <laughs> uh, trade that we can't talk about. But, um, you know, kind of what does that flexibility give you compared to maybe last season? And are you excited about that? You know, I we trust Coach implicitly. And uh, we, we have a very good partnership together to work on helping design a roster that can give – our coaching staff and our players to be able to be put in the best opportunity to win, whether that's a matchup, uh, regular season, getting through the regular season, being ready for the playoffs. You know, most importantly with any sort of roster build is health. Um, and sometimes it requires a lot of luck, no matter how diligent you are about it, players, coaches, health performance. So we just want to be able to, give coach and players opportunities to find the best fit possible. So every team every year has different things that, you know, can be opportunities to improve on. And I think these additions give us a chance to do that. Who do you hope you got better at this offseason with these additions? I just think, you know, we've done a good job with developing players at different stages in their career, you know, whether it's rookies or, guys coming from overseas or even late career parts. I, what you always hope for in a season is just that every season's kind of its own entity. And going in, you know, a little bit of change along with a good amount of continuity, some lessons learned and an ability to go forward. But, you know, health, good fortune, being connected, staying connected, all of those things are important, and our guys know each other. They're they're good dudes, and uh, you know I, I think that'll help the the new guys get acclimated. Thank you.
you mentioned Undraft Night kind of having Ryan in place, bringing a level of unprecedented spending before. Do you kind of anticipate that this is the level that you're going to be at now? Do you anticipate making other moves down the line? But, I mean, obviously, you always be looking for. You know me well enough here. Um, that's what, you know, kind of what I said when it, what was it like midnight after the draft stuff and I was on like a sixth Red Bull. Um, the team building is all, this is all part of it, you know, so couldn't say much about it. Not that I knew that that was going to happen either during after the draft, but that's just one part when we get through free agency. I think for now, it's something where you start looking at, you know, the edges of the roster and two ways and things like that, where there's opportunities to develop or improve or, or things like that. I don't see it as um, we've accomplished the bulk of our work that needs to be accomplished going into the season. You know, obviously we get into the season, we see how things go, you know, everything is kind of up for grabs that way. But for right now, that's, you know, there'll, there'll be a, a few other additions, changes, things like that, but nothing, that isn't that really affects the bulk of the team at this time. But the, um, you know, with the premise that that you guys have aspirations to you know, for our season, you know, is next year an important year for 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 you guys? Every year is an important year, Tony. You know, I, I think we've sat up here and said it. You know, every year, and it, you know, may sound cliche for you guys, but um, from the Millers to Ryan and his his group. You know, we're all committed to putting the best possible team, given options and things that have gone on on the floor. And so I think these moves have given us a chance to do that. Now we have to go out on the court, and perform and be connected and stay healthy and compete. But certainly it's at the levels um, that Ryan's shown his commitment. Um, that's not a one year thing. It's just our commitment to building the best roster possible, given the vast resources that he's committed to the team and, you know, trying to use those on a year by year basis. So long story short, yes, it's an important season. Next year's important too, and the year after. But uh, right now I'm going to focus on, you know, what we've accomplished so far on paper and um, we're excited about it. So at the end of the season, with, like I said before, you know, some continuity, a little bit of change. Um, guys are looking forward to having a full season without the compressed part. We'll see what that looks like this year, even though we've had a compressed off season. Um, and we'll get started here. I mean, what, six weeks? Five weeks, weeks. six, five weeks. It's amazing. Amazing. Any what's other? Jared's, uh, what's Jared's status and what will we be able to play in the summer league? So Jared's um, on a full, you know, workout regimen. Uh, individually, basically in a return to play protocol from being off uh, in the offseason. I kind of feel like if Vegas was 10 days later in summer league that he'd play, but um, he hasn't had contact in a while. And I don't want his first contact necessarily from our health performance team or coaching staff. There's no need to have his first contact be in like competitive live games. I think we'll be able to accomplish a lot of that in sort of our open gym period after after Labor Day, sort of it was two or three weeks before camp starts, but he's doing great. He's, he's uh, you know, going full bore right now. I mean, he's chomping at the bit to play, but, you know, just having him be patient. 
Any other questions in the room before we go to Zoom? What you, can I ask about the guys yeah. who've been on summer league so far? What have you seen from Trent Forrest and his growth? I just, I'm really excited for these guys that have been in our program. Uh, some of them haven't played any games for 18 months. So for them to get on the court in competitive environments, Trent certainly had some minutes this year. And I think um, that experience has translated to him being able to connect guys on the court uh, with his teammates. So teams, that, our coaching staff set them a unbelievable job with Jazz Brew, Jazz White. Really proud for them to be able to show what we kind of know every day, but that they can show how well coached, how connected these guys are. Even in a short period of time with a lot of guys coming in that don't know our system, to be able to play well and a good brand of basketball. Is that good for the room? You guys good? Okay, we'll go on uh, Sarah Todd, Desert News. Sarah? Hi, Sarah. Hi, Justin. Sorry, I couldn't be there in person. Um, one second, Sarah. Let me see if I can turn the volume up. Hold on one minute. That's not going to work. There we go. There we go. Okay, go ahead. Sound good now? Yes. All right. Um, I know being asked uh, if you feel like you got better is a little bit of a tough question, especially without seeing how it all comes together. But do you feel pleased with the way that the offseason has gone for you? Yeah, I, I do, Sarah. Um, we had a plan that we, we set out to try to accomplish and I think we've done that um you know you caveated the question as well just you know are we better I, I think that we're giving ourselves the chance to be better and we were already very good to excellent so this is a long this will be the start of a long season um that you want to get off to a good start if you can and be connected that's where the continuity comes in and Maybe even the short turnaround benefits us a little bit because of that. Um, we'll see what the schedule's like. You know, we'll be waiting for that in the next couple of weeks. I would, I would imagine and see what is it truly what it was two years ago. You know, back to backs, travel, all of those things. Um, but I think we've got a group of guys on the court that will connect easily and quickly, and it'll be a good product for the the city, for the, the state, and the fans, and a good product for them to watch. And also, I was wondering, I mean, I don't want you to try to speak for Quinn, but in conversations that you've had with him as as the moves that you made progressed throughout the like last week, does it feel like he's excited about what the roster will look like this season? What I love about Quinn, um, he gives so much of himself and his staff gives so much of himself, whether it's the season or, um, you know, especially needing a little break after, after the season, but once he comes back energized and engaged and prepared, and he's just been a great partner for this. So I won't speak for him, but I think that, you know, doing this with him and, and Ryan, the ownership group, uh, I think the results, we've been very pleased 